0: Hanging is going up in popularity. What? I know.
1: That is so crazy.
0: I would go in my bathroom, hang my 200 pounds of meat off the shower head, (laughs) which would snap it, and then there'd be shooting water everywhere. Yeah. So not only now does my poor wife have to deal with my corpse, now she's got to call a plumber. (laughs) And my wife hates talking on the phone. Like, I can't think of anything worse (laughs) Then, if I died, all the bullshit my wife would have to deal with. Oh my God, yeah. Like, that would be (laughs) the worst part. She'd be sad at first. Yeah. And then just be pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 297 of your favorite comedy podcast for every week. Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we tell hilarious stories of hijinks, they're very relatable, Yes. people sit down and listen to the show and say, oh my god, (laughs) (laughs) this sounds like my life, and that's what we're all about. Are we only broadcasting in like Eastern Europe? Like, oh my god, (laughs) that's maybe upstate New York. Oh, okay. Like, oh my god. I can see that. Those boys are hilarious. No, you're right. That's a little more Eastern Eastern European. And we're having a good time. Eddie, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Great. I'm still coasting on fumes from Father's Day. Yeah. You know, the one day a year. One day. (laughs) Eddie, we get one day. Yeah. And that's it. You know, moms, you suck their dick year long. (laughs) You know, I feel like it's funny because in advertising, for a long time, ads for cleaning were only geared towards women, Mm -hmm. which is a pretty funny FU to say, like, you know, only women do cleaning. That's their places in the kitchen. Yeah. And then that shifted. But also advertising always paints dads to be complete idiots. Yes. Bumbling, ruining things. They can't cook. They can't do anything. And just it's never an accurate depiction Mm -hmm. of what's going on. But still, I think moms get way more for the Mother's Day yeah, than the dads get for Father's Day.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, but, but I mean, I, I, I see why they, they would. No. <laughs> it's not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely not fair, but I mean, how 50-50 is, is it really? It's
0: not. <laughs> and they do deserve more. Yeah. You want to talk about equal rights? <laughs> Eddie wins White History Month. It's true, man. I mean every I, month? I know, right? You want to hear a dad who never gets any action and who's a piece of shit It's if he's genuinely complains about Father's Day. Yeah. I feel like I've said on the show too, there's no songs about dads. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a thousand love songs about moms. Mama. Nothing yeah. about dads. All the
1: songs about dads are about the deadbeat dads mm-hmm. who like left and like, fuck you, I'm so much better without you. Right. I I I rose through the pain. Yeah.
0: I took your problems and I grew out of them dad and you (laughs) made me stronger so dad's get a bum rap yeah but I had a great time so I feel like I'm so bad about my wife who I love and cherish Mm -hmm. and adore but I'm so bad at showing her that with gifts so even on Mother's Day like this year Mother's Day was on Sunday Mm -hmm. and then our wedding anniversary 14 years 14 years Wow me cruising around that broad (laughs) And just making it happen. Yeah. The day after Mother's Day. So this is a situation that happens to me every year where February 14th is Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And then my birthday is the day after. So I get hosed. Gotcha. So what ends up happening is Valentine's Day is all about my wife and not really about us. Mm -hmm. And then on the next day, we're kind of celebrating my birthday. It sucks the joy (laughs) kind of out of both of these holidays. And that's what happened on Mother's Day. Where, yes, you know, we had brunch. No, you know what she did? You know what this girl did on Mother's Day? What did she, she do? She went and saw Taylor Swift.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, She wasn't even
0: here. <laughs> she drove three hours to see Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And I was she, that's exactly what she wanted to do. And she came home. We had dinner and stuff like that. So I was glad that she got to do that. But then the next day was our wedding anniversary, so we didn't do anything. Yeah. It was a big womp womp. But for Father's Day. Mm -hmm. Now, I feel like in my wife's mind, because I do such a shitty job on Mother's Day, what she does for me for Father's Day is actually what I should be doing for her for (laughs) Mother's Day. Because for Father's Day, on Thursday night, she's all, guess what, honey? For Father's Day, we're going to Santa Cruz. (laughs) And I said, what? (laughs) And it took, I've been getting gifts and surprises, my wife is all about the grand gesture. Mm -hmm. And I've been getting these from her for so long that I'll never forget when we first started dating and for Christmas one year, she gave me an ornament of an airplane. And I said, oh, what's this? This is cute. And she said, we're going to New York City. (laughs) And immediately in my mind, at this point I wasn't good at faking it. Mm -hmm. I just said, what? Like I was totally (laughs) taken aback, didn't act happy or anything. And I 've since learned that I have to fake it, yeah, you push that anxiety down <laughs> you know I'm such a homebody that when my wife told me we were going out because all week long in my mind I've been visualizing the weekend, yeah of yeah, we'll go to Costco, I'll get drunk, maybe I'll have sex, we'll goof around, and I've been visualizing this super laid back weekend, and now you just told me, "Fuck that." <laughs> Not only are you not going to have a relaxing weekend, but you need to drive and your vacation dad yeah. and we're finding restaurants and it's adventure and I've learned that it always is great. Like You just have to push your anxiety to the side and just do. Say yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Say yes today. That's the, that's the new podcast, Eddie. <laughs> Welcome to the Say Yes podcast oh, where God. we talk about saying yes <laughs> to everything.
1: It's like that movie Yes Man. Have you seen the movie mm-hmm. with... Uh... Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. That's exactly. It's We should it's try that like.
1: for a week and see, see what kind oh, of stories God. we get from it.
0: It would be good for the show. Yeah. It would be good for the show. So we hopped in the car. We got all out there. And like I said, I've learned to A, feign my surprise mm-hmm. and be excited. And B, just to know when you do stuff like that, when you really just, especially if you have kids, yeah. like I can't recommend it enough because your kids remember everything Mm -hmm. and they really do. will remember, man, remember that one time we spent two days and we crammed two days worth of stuff where we got there early, went to the beach, went to the boardwalk. Like when you have a day like that, it's fun. Yeah. It's good for your soul and it doesn't have to be expensive. And so I can't recommend it enough to where just like I talked about this a few shows ago, drive like an hour and a half away. Yeah. Find some rando town, have lunch there, walk around,
1: just be a human. Yeah. Soak it up. And I think I also gave the caveat that if you are a minority, true. To, to be careful when you do this.
0: <laughs> that is true. Well, we went to Santa Cruz, California, which is super open yeah. and liberal, hippy-dippy. So God bless California. <laughs> Just love living in California.
1: It's a pretty long drive, too, like four hours or something.
0: It took a good three. I mean, when I got out of the car, my ass definitely hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Definitely was enough to where we didn't have to stop the piss. Mm-hmm. But my legs were, were creaking and I was tired. Like one of the things we did was I rode on the oldest steam engine in America.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Up the gr-
0: <laughs> tallest grade. And it was through the redwoods, mm-hmm. like things like that. It's so important, I think, to give you perspective and empathy, especially with all the craziness that's going on. Oh, my God. Right yeah. now in the world. So do stuff like that. Have fun. Um, I had a note here. So, okay, the one bad thing about doing the show every other week mm-hmm. is that when something happens, we can't really talk about it quickly enough. Like, I had a note about Anthony Bourdain, <laughs> <laughs> which seems yeah. like he died two years ago. Yeah. Not only a week ago or two weeks ago, but it's crazy how a guy like that, this whole thing's related to me, where this is a guy who seemed to live life so hard. Oh, yeah. And seemed to totally get it. And even he, like depression is so sad yeah. It's such a disease. And to hang himself. It's Celebrities hanging themselves.
1: I, I, yeah, you would think like you'd want a quicker way. Like how, right. how quick does that happen? Not quick at all, I wouldn't think. Right? Minutes. Yeah. And what if you
0: did it and you did it poorly and instead of dying, you just laid there? And like, let's say it didn't choke you enough to kill you, but but just to knock you out, (laughs) you're stuck. And then like all your limbs are numb because you've just been hanging there. Seriously. Yeah. And how do you do it? Do you have to test it? Like I'm thinking, all right, I'm a 200 pound man. What do I use a belt and wrap it around? Like what in my house can support 200 pounds? (laughs) (laughs) It would need to be a load bearing structure. (laughs) Like it doesn't seem like an easy thing to do. Yeah. Like it seems like you really kind of got to think it through, find the cord, Find the place like I am no joke thinking only a tree. Like there's really nothing in my house. Yeah. It seems like in a I closet don't... people do it maybe. What?
1: Yeah. Well, didn't Robin Williams do it in a shower? Oh, God. Hanging really? off the shower head? I don't I think something like that. I feel like either. that
0: wouldn't support me. Right.
1: I would never <laughs> in my life. It. And then it turns into a sitcom where there's uh, just water spraying everywhere and just right. slipping all over the place. Think about that. You're like, <laughs> cool. You know what? Because one thing I did read
0: is that when a celebrity kills himself, suicide rate goes way up. Oh, really? Yes. Which is funny. Wow. Funny, which is ironic. You would almost think it'd go down. And it's not that it's glamorized, it just makes it seem possible and it's then also what goes up is the way people do it for instance hanging Mm -hmm. like hanging is going up in popularity what i know
1: that is so crazy
0: i would go in my bathroom hang my 200 pounds of meat (laughs) off the shower head which would snap it And then they'd be shooting water everywhere. Yeah. So not only now does my poor wife have to deal with my corpse, now she's got to call a plumber. (laughs) And my wife hates talking on the phone. Like, I can't think of anything worse than if I died, all the bullshit my wife would have to deal with. Oh my God, yeah. Like, that would be the worst part. She'd be sad at first. Yeah. And then just be pissed. Because, like, anytime in my house, I'm the phone person. Mm -hmm. My wife would rather die than call and reserve a camping site or call and find out the hours of a restaurant. She's the bravest, toughest, wildest, best woman in the world, mm-hmm. but put that girl on a phone and she turns into a baby. Isn't that weird? That is weird.
1: Like I'd I'd get it if it's like you're tr- you're calling to complain about something. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like to do that shit. I'd rather right. my wife do that. Yeah. But like yeah, to make an appointment or something. No. I mean,
0: yeah. She would rather she'll let her teeth rot out of her head. Before she calls the dentist and makes an appointment. Yeah. Returning something from the store. Exactly. No, she would never do it. Like I am the person to do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm that way because my mom was that way. When my mom was on the podcast years ago, I talked her up about that, Mm -hmm. how she's the queen of returning things. (laughs) Not only that, I think she likes it when there's friction.
1: I mean, it sounded like she liked it that you were bringing it up. Like, she was like, fuck, yeah, that's me. She knows (laughs) it's her and
0: she revels in it. And yeah, if you have a receipt and it's an unopened box, she's like, amateur. (laughs) Don't waste my time. Like, when she comes and visits us and if we have something to return, like, I think one time we had an air mattress from Costco that we'd have for like three years and it popped Mm -hmm. as air mattresses do because people treat them like shit and she's all, we'll take it back. I said, Mom, it's been three years. I don't have the box. I don't have the take it back. It's Costco and you can figure it out. I said, She's like, I'm coming up. When I'm up this weekend, I will take it back to you for wow. you, for Costco. And sure enough, she put it on the cart and walked it up there and got got my money back.
1: Did she have to get tough? Or were they like No.
0: Costco doesn't really care. Yeah. But she will get tough and she'll get crazy. And my sister and I like to give her a hard time where she'll say, like, um she she would never say this. But like, do you know who my husband is? <laughs> do you know who my husband is? That's like our inside joke to whenever my mom gets angry that I picture her like in a JC penny yeah. <laughs> like slamming her hands on the counter yelling, Do you know who my husband is? Um so yeah, so that's how hey, speaking of fraud mm-hmm. and returning things to the store, I heard about this guy who what he would do is he would buy a computer mm-hmm. from Walmart, let's say. From from Walmart. And buy this computer, bring it home, open it up, rip out all the parts, and then return it. Because Walmart has such a pretty loose, lean, lenient mm-hmm. return policy. And then he would sell these guts or something. Okay. And he did it for a couple of years, and then he finally got caught. And just like anything, when they figured out, like, okay, here's what you've been doing. He had done this at, like, a thousand Walmarts. Oh, my God. And he'd gone all around the U S this was like his job and he had defrauded, you know, Walmart out of like a million bucks.
1: That's nuts. Dude. Or
0: something. So yeah. So he's going to jail for that.
1: There's, there was like a couple recently too, that kind of did a similar thing on Amazon where they would order something mm-hmm. and then call oh. them and say that it was broken or something. Yes. So they would just send them another one. Right. And so they, they would sell it. And they like, I think it was like four point something million dollars. Oh my God. And they're going to jail for like 20 years. How could you be that stupid? Yeah. Like, I feel like I
0: would be such a terrible criminal because the first day I'd be pumped. Mm -hmm. I'd say, holy shit. I'm selling these drugs, I'm moving this money, or I don't know, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm defrauding Walmart. <laughs> I'm selling
1: like, these, uh, what is it, fajita? <laughs> fajita, <laughs> <it> our, like? <laughs> our
0: fajita guy. And yeah. you could do a funny podcast about white-collar crime, yeah. <laughs> where you would just find these idiots, find their stories. That could totally be something funny. Yeah. That, that podcast might exist. We'll start it. We'll call it White Collar. Are, um, and it'll be like C-A-L-L-E-R. No, because that sounds like a white collar. <laughs> that sounds like a...
1: <laughs> white collar? You're on? If we had a you podcast a
0: called White Collar, spelled C-A-L-L-E-R, people would definitely think... This would be like from Arrested Development. Like, you know when uh, Tobias... Did you watch Arrested Development? Yeah. He got like... I mean, I think it was him. He got a, a license plate and it was a new start. But it was spelled <laughs> A A N U start, (laughs) which spells anus (laughs) start. And so that's what would happen where we would have our new podcast called white collar and the artwork that we would have commissioned for it. If you looked at it the wrong way, (laughs) it looked like a (laughs) swastika or something. Totally by accident. And we'd have this huge following. People be confused. Oh my God.
1: I think, I think that's Uh, the winner, man.
0: It might be the winner. We (laughs) We found our lane. We found it. All right. But wait, so The fajita guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So the first day would feel great. Mm -hmm. Like, man, this is exciting. I'm making money. But then after like a week, like one time I got a bunch of video games. In in my past life, I used to do a lot of websites for video game companies. Mm -hmm. And they'd send us 40 Xbox games. Man, do you know how good that feels? Yeah. You get a box in the mail with 40 (laughs) Xbox games? My dick grew (laughs) so big. And they were all my clients. So I'd have this box... I'm talking a fucking box yeah. of, you know, I guess at the time it was probably fifty-dollar video games, and I walk through the office and be like, "Who wants a game? Who wants it?" And people be like, shouting my name out, "Oh, Mr. Danny, Mr.
1: Danny!" No. <laughs>
0: Nobody did that. <laughs> but You're calling Mr. Danny, Mr. Too. Danny, <laughs> I need to start going Mr. Danny.
1: Is that like your fantasy? Like Mr. you want Danny, Mr. you Danny. want a bunch of people to like grovel at your feet, calling uh, Mr. <laughs> Danny? Well,
0: that would be like if I was a teacher. Yeah, I guess because in, in business they probably call him Mr. Fields. <laughs> I need a job where they call me Mr. <laughs> in my first name, which I guess is a preschool teacher. I yeah. dreams to be a preschool teacher, so uh, I'm walking around my office. I'm handing out these games felt so good. Yeah. Like a million bucks. But a lot of times uh, th- these games were of a stripe that not everybody wanted to play them.
1: Oh, okay. And, and so I
0: couldn't get rid of them sometimes. And I feel like this was probably eight years ago. It wasn't as ubiquitous to have an Xbox. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. feel like people start get, getting an Xbox or a PlayStation to use as like a media device to watch shit. Yeah. Back then it was pretty much just a video game machine. Yeah. Long story short, I would end up with a lot of extra games. And sometimes I would take him to GameStop. But you know what? GameStop doesn't give you jack shit. Oh, yeah. But you know who will give you a lot of money? Walmart. <laughs> and sometimes I'd be like, yo, I got this game. Am I going am I to am I, am I go to jail for this now? I don't,
1: I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> you know, I defrauded Walmart out of at least $180. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did this two or three times and it felt amazing. And
1: they were just like, all right. Like no receipt needed? Anything well, like this that? is
0: like 10 years ago. No, oh, that's true. Or yeah. maybe eight or nine years ago where it was different, where every place had a different policy mm-hmm. where, you know, target would say no receipt, cool gift card. And then you'd be like, dope. Like yeah. I can get, use this gift card anywhere. But then I remember they changed it and said, cool, no receipt. Here's a gift card and you have to use it today. And you have to use it in the electronics department. Oh, like wow. They wised up yeah. about all of this, as they understandably should, because people are terrible mm-hmm. and garbage. And so I did this once or twice and I got scared. <laughs> like, no joke, because you have to give them your license.
1: Like, oh, if you yeah. return
0: something that's over like $50 at most places, even Home Depot the other day, I bought a sander <laughs> and I lost my receipt. And when I returned it, it was like 60 bucks. I had to mm-hmm. give them my driver's license. Oh, wow. I don't know how on earth these people did it a thousand times. And I don't know how on Earth, after a month or two of doing this, you don't just get terrified, Yeah, that someone's going to find out.
1: Well, if you're doing so well, maybe like that just overwhelms you and you don't, you don't think too much about getting mm-hmm.
0: caught.: Maybe. Evil seems to be winning yeah. right now. <laughs> Evil is winning everything. Yeah. So why not, Eddie? Let's start pushing weight. Let's start selling <laughs> video games illegally, and I don't know, or just do this podcast.:
1: Do you know where we can get weight to push? No, I don't. That would be the first step, I think. I, yeah, first step. Someone's going to email us. <laughs> well, I know.
0: Okay, so yeah, let's say we want to start selling drugs. Like, in California, weed is legal, so there really aren't drug dealers. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have a guy. Yeah. Like, even if someone came to town and was like, yo, man, let's go party. Let's get some Coke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, might, I might seriously Google, like, where to buy cocaine in Sacramento. Like, You're I don't, like Craigslist. Like, seriously. <laughs> And so that would be here's another funny movie or podcast where either a yes, you and I are so dorky. This isn't a joke. Like I really do not <laughs> have a guy. Like I feel like you know, I could I, I got a couple guys I could probably call yeah. that would know a guy that they could call. Yeah. But still, so the the, the movie is We want to start being drug dealers. Mm-hmm. So where do we start? We got to find a drug dealer and then ask them. So can you imagine we find a drug <laughs> dealer and I'm like, "Hey, by the way, I'm thinking, let's, let's talk multi-level marketing here. You know, it's really big. Have you heard of Sensi? Have you heard of Roden Fields? Uh, why not drugs? Yeah. Why not drugs where a drug dealer, he gives me his drugs. And then I sell, that's drug dealing. And then he gets a kick back from all that. That is no different from these
1: oils. Yeah. It's drugs. Let's do it,
0: man. All right. So you find me a drug dealer
1: and we'll, and we'll do it. Okay. I think I know a couple of people.
0: Okay. The only other thing is we make our own drugs. And that would be impossible
1: to make our own drugs, right? Like make our own cocaine. (laughs) This isn't Breaking Bad. How do you even?
0: (laughs) I don't know. With cocoa beans (laughs) and what else? No idea, man. I watched Narcos, (laughs) and I don't really remember. No. I guess we could grow weed in our backyard, but then what?
1: Yeah, and that seems like too much work, man. Like (laughs) so much work checking all like the pH balance and all that shit of the soil. I don't, dude. I'm into that.
0: I I hung out with a guy the other day who's really into it and listening to him talk about it. It's like a brewer, like a yeah. home brewer. Yeah. Because you're totally right. Like when you clip it and what to do, that, it's like, are you, take some of that knowledge and put it into something a little more worthwhile <laughs> than growing $100 worth of weed at your house <laughs> for months. Um, anyways. Yeah. The world is crazy. Hey, you know what? I joked about on Twitter that we're going to take the place of Chris Hardwick. <laughs> did you hear about that idiot i did yeah what a fucking idiot yeah and a piece of shit to boot
1: yeah i mean like have they substantiated all of all i don't of it? know i mean i'll tell you because some of it's like crazy. like really do, like you have mental problems well
0: nobody is happier about trump's children prison camps than him yeah because like <laughs> over the weekend last weekend you know when this story broke that chris hardwick you know the host of Every talking show on AMC, Mm -hmm. seemingly like America's nerd.
1: He was like Nerdist man, (laughs) the
0: nerdist, his thing, which apparently he's not a part of anymore. But he was like this approachable, goofy dude. Mm -hmm. You know, Eddie and I are in our 30s. So we knew him from Singled Out with Jenny McCarthy. But he just seemed like I was never a big fan of his. He always seemed like I hated his shows. He annoyed the shit out of me. I never listened to any of his podcasts, but I appreciated what he did. Mm -hmm. and what he was doing, come to find out, like, I feel like in nerd culture, where he probably never got laid, maybe his entire life, like, why do so many guys seemingly, who should be happy to have a woman, end up treating them so bad? Yeah. Like, it's almost like they, a couple girls did them wrong in high school, and then they spend the rest of their life, taking it out, Mm -hmm. as some pseudo revenge, because that's what he did to this girl, he controlled the shit out of her, Yeah, and like you said, he did this thing, like, Look, I've wanted to have sex with women and with my wife a thousand times, and they've said no. Mm -hmm. Like, I probably ask my wife to have sex with her every day. (laughs) Like, every day, we're going to bed. Like, right now, it's summertime. (laughs) Oh, man, she has this thing she wears. No. She has this dress that she wears. It's like a shift, Mm -hmm. a slip, that she only wears to sleep. And when I come up behind her and I'm spooning her, and I feel those buns. (laughs) Yeah, I would, I would have sex with the drop of a hat with my wife every night. Yeah. She not having that. It sounds like in Chris Hardwick's case, he was like, too bad. You don't want to fuck me tonight? Yeah. Then you just lay there and cry. She would cry while he would fuck her, <laughs> Eddie. Could you imagine having sex with a woman while she was crying? And, no. That not sounds like a, so... A, not in a sexy way. No. Like she wasn't crying because she liked it. Yeah. It's because she was terrified.
1: Yeah, it's so crazy, man.
0: That sounds like rape. That sounds like he should probably go to jail for that. I don't know, but it's sort of like just getting... He lost everything already. Yeah. He's lost the AMC show. He's getting pulled off all these Comic-Con panels. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's already a millionaire 10 times over. He'll be fine. Yeah. But it's... Look, there's a big opening right now for an affable, well-spoken,
1: nerdy guy. (laughs) I'm just saying, give me a call. (laughs) Any That'd be amazing if they're like, hey, uh, do you want to come speak at Comic-Con, Dan? That's a great... Like, nobody knows you, but... but uh...
0: <laughs> well, that would be my story. You know, plucked from obscurity yeah. to replace Chris Hardwick. And then
1: a story comes out that ruins you, that you gave a, a girl a chocolate-covered uh, onion oh, in God. high school. <laughs> I mean, that would
0: seem tame. <laughs> hey, you didn't fuck any women while they were crying. <laughs> great, you're hired. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what they need. They need someone super wholesome, super great, super pro-women. Mm-hmm. That's your boy <laughs> right here. Did you hear the way I just talked about my wife's butt? Oh, man, yeah. I, I don't just love the physicalness of the ladies. <laughs> I love everything about them. Uh, so, yeah, so fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. You know who I say no fu you to? Who's that? B-Z-R-K-audio. Oh, shit. Dot com. <laughs> hey, guess what? Chris Hardwick, you got some free time on your hands now. <laughs> Maybe you hook up with them and you can be a salesman. Yeah, get some tweeters. Get some tweeters from BZRKAudio.com. Uh Chris I follow Chris Hardwick on Instagram and he would do this really annoying thing where he's clearly rich mm-hmm. and you know he's getting like his house remodeled and he's walking around his house showing all this stuff off and he hasn't posted anything. <laughs> like I wonder how long he's gonna be silent on this stuff. He says it's not true. Yeah. Of course. Um, but I feel like he's toast. Like he's not coming back from this.
1: Yeah. Well, he does stand up too. So I wonder if he's going to continue doing that. No way. Who would go see him? It's probably somebody out there would go see him. Yeah. Well, that's the sad thing is we
0: live in a society that just never believes women. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this whore, this bitch, like she's just looking for attention. She's just looking for money. Why would she do this to him? Why not? Like, why would he do that to her? Yeah. That's the question you need to ask. And of course, you know, fedora hair, whatever, who cares? <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Chris Hardwick is is trash. Uh, Trump is trash.
1: Trump is trash.
0: I don't have to say anything about this. Oh my God, man. Story, you know, it's just too much. Yeah. Two weeks ago, it's North Korea. He's saving the world. I, I just feel like as a person... Like, it's just too much to take in and process. Like, was it like this when we were kids and Ronald Reagan was president? There was probably a scandal every year. Yeah. Not
1: every day. Yeah, I don't remember it being like this.
0: I think it's going to affect us. Oh, yeah. I think the long-term effects of this sort of, it's abuse.
1: Mm -hmm. It's
0: seriously like mental abuse that we're all suffering through. Whether you like Trump or not, even if you love him. It's still a lot for even you to have to go through.
1: Well, motherfuckers are like saying that it's like summer camp for these kids. And Ugh. I'm like, are you are you serious? I know. Like, how much are you getting paid to basically sell your soul? Right. Because that is, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous, man. I think if
0: you were a Republican senator or something, I, this is probably, a, this is the hundredth time you could have been a hero. But one of these guys who just say, you know what? I, I give up. Mm-hmm. Like no, I'm not supporting this anymore. If it ruins my career, you'd be a hero. Yeah, you he would be an absolute hero, and you he wouldn't
1: to do it. Yeah, and you'd probably make way more money just from all the publicity that you got. You'll be on right. talk shows and shit, and just people
0: write a book. Yeah, they write a book, and it, it'll have some goofy title about like you know, like James Comey. What was his title of his book? Oh. Like, Courage through honesty, yeah, some bullshit yeah. thing like that. <laughs> That's what you could be. You could get on the circuit and you'd be fine. I did read something funny though about when Kim Jong Un was here. <laughs> is that he would poop into like a toilet that he brought with him?
1: Okay, That's, like like yes. a like a child's potty, uh,
0: something like that. Okay, because he's convinced that if he shits in the hotel toilet, there will be people who will find his shit somehow.
1: And and do what with it?
0: I, they can dissect it. They can look into it. They can see if he's got cancer, like what's going on. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. So he brought his own toilet, and then I don't know what he did with the poops. Brought them back to North Korea. <laughs> just burned them. Like, could you imagine at the end of the day... You are the guy, and you know that guy's taking huge, awful shits. Oh, yeah. You, you can't be evil and have all that guilt and weirdness and who knows what he's eating. Terrible shits. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to be the guy who goes into the back behind the Marriott or wherever he stayed, and you have to burn the Supreme Leader's <laughs> hot turds. That is so weird, man. Or even more weird, like you said, what, they packaged them up, put them on ice, <laughs> and shipped them back to North Korea?
1: Maybe they maybe maybe they take them and drop them in different toilets around the city, so they don't know. <laughs> okay, <so laughs> they can't identify job.
0: who shit it is. Right, you're like you pull into the Starbucks <laughs> with a ziploc baggie, yeah. and squeeze it out into the toilet. <laughs> oh God, I mean that's awful. <laughs> or like I said, he he thought if he pooped in the toilet that there would almost be like a scuba diver in. <laughs> what does he think the sewer is like? Like it all goes into one pipe. Yeah. Like how would you know? Okay, he just took a shit. Okay, it's coming down the pipe, <laughs> like with a catcher's mitt. This net. is it. Yeah. <laughs> Get
1: ready. Like no one else is shitting at that hotel.
0: Right, and this is living, I guess, in a fantasy world where he's pooping like a football or something like a perfect <laughs> clean break, and not just like diarrhea or something. Well, and he
1: like, is basically a god, so it's true. Um, he he could probably shit like that if he wanted to.
0: He probably could.
1: Why doesn't he just make it so he doesn't have to shit if he's so powerful?
0: He's pretty powerful. You know, know what name? I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I mean, his haircut's pretty powerful. He's pretty young,
0: too, I read. Oh, yeah. He's like in his late 20s or something. Oh, is he that young? He's pretty young. Wow. Yeah. I heard okay. Dennis Rodman on Howard Stern the other day talking about it, and he's pretty young. Wow. Which makes it even kind of more scary that he's got all these roles and responsibilities. Yeah. Because he's a psycho. Um, anyways, I think we should start a new business. Scoop scoopa divers. <laughs> scoopa. Scoopa. Poopa divers. <laughs> where we, we go into hotels, like, hey, Justin Bieber, staying at this hotel. We get his turds and we sell them on the black on the brown market.
1: <laughs> How do you prove that it's there? So you're like I don't understand.
0: With a Franklin <laughs> Mitt certificate of authenticity. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> get a notarized. It's you be, do imagine. Yeah. you're like, look. I got to
0: call the Franklin Mint because I got a letter here from Justin Bieber that says this is his shit, and we're going to sell it for charity, and I need to get a Franklin Mint Certificate of Authenticity, and remember, I used to love those infomercials when I was a kid oh, yeah, where you could get coins or a commemorative Elvis plate, <laughs> and it would always have like a Certificate of Authenticity on it as if somebody's bootleggy. Yeah. These things. But
1: like, who's certifying these certificates? Like, That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense, man.
0: I want to work at the Franklin Mint. Where is yeah. the Franklin Mint? What is it? It's not like it's, Fort Knox.
1: No, it's where they, uh, it's where they print money. That's right? Fort Knox,
0: right? I don't, fucking I don't know either, Eddie. Who cares? So, yes, we're going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to scuba dive. Um, <laughs> scuba dive for turns. Hey, you know we haven't done in a minute is voicemails. Let's do some voicemails. We'll do some questions and we'll get out of here. Cool. All right, here we go. This one, this voicemail is from an English listener. Ooh. Who's not English Paul. Oh, wow. A lady, a bird. (laughs) And and she sent us in a voicemail here, hold on.
1: Hi guys, Wendy in England. Just listened to Eddie's Dad, episode 116. Um, Really funny, Um, as much as I liked Eddie's Dad. I, I really prefer the episodes with just the two of you guys. Um, they're my absolute favourites. Uh, you mentioned in the show, Dan, that you're doing a new podcast, uh, Walking Dead one. Um, I was a Walking Dead fan, not so much now, and already listened to uh, Watching Dead and Talking Dead, so I'm going to check out uh, Dead Inside, see what I think. Love
0: the show, and uh, take care, guys. Bye. Wendy. English Wendy. So Eddie Eddie Jokes, he asked if English Eddie, English Wendy knows English Paul. Yeah. Maybe we get a love connection.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Love connection going here. I always love, love when somebody, not from America, listens to the podcast. Yeah. That must be pretty funny. I think, like, the Franklin Mint jokes. Like, there's got to be some (laughs) jokes in the podcast that just don't even resonate but
1: at all. also like i've found that a lot of foreigners know way more about like american history you're than right. i do you're probably you're totally right like, it's because i like growing up in my grandma's store i'd be doing my homework a lot there mm-hmm. and like people from all over the world will help me with my homework like is including history and i'm like how do they know this they don't even live here that sounds like another movie eddie <laughs> you grew up in
0: this uh gift shop yes in las vegas <laughs> And you got an education
1: from the world. I did,
0: Eddie. It's called tourist school. Remember that movie? <laughs> we'll, uh,
1: yeah, we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> okay. So your dad. Yes.
0: And I, I I remember why I wanted to play this message because I have a feeling I wonder if Wendy thinks your dad is, is. your real dad. <laughs> like <laughs> I will never understand or get that yeah. people, even though we've said on the show and we're saying it right now, yeah, that Eddie Senior is not who you think he is. No. But people just love Eddie Simeon. <laughs> He's the best.
1: Yeah, I just it still blows my mind that they can't tell.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I wonder I bet your family members love it. I wonder your mom probably loves it. Oh, my it. mom definitely when loves you it. You do. Yeah. When you do your dad. And he, she's right. So I, I used to the Dead Inside Show as a podcast I do with our friend Dylan, but Walking Dead is not on the air right now. Um, if you're watching Walking Dead now and you wanna hear me do a recap podcast for it. Dead inside show go ahead and and give that a whirl um, I think we got another you know I think we got another um, voicemail from one of the bomb pop guys oh okay yeah the guy I forgot his name with the great delivery okay so <laughs> let's, let's let's play that from him uh, you know what really gets my go when you guys try to pivot your podcast and become a daddy podcast or like dad's podcast like I can't relate to that dog I ain't got no kids. Should stick to the funny shit that everybody loves, but like I also want to say I can get behind some of the points that you guys were making with the classic throwback episodes. Like guests, guests were pretty entertaining and fun. I like that, like the little insight, the little you know that was fun. Um, as well as the but get your goat segment. Huge fan of that. I think it could be pretty fucking hilarious. Probably got some good stories that you could you know gripe about from week to week. Um, but yeah. I just wanted to give you guys a quick update and a reflection from Bomb Pop guy. Um, Otherwise, I'd say, well, good word, guys. Keep up the good word. But you're not working, so, like, I'm assuming Eddie's new child's still alive. And good word, Eddie. Keep that kid alive. All right, guys. uh, Can't wait to hear some new content. Take care. Peace. I don't even know what to (laughs) say Like, first of all, this guy should have a cartoon like, Animaniacs or something. Thank you. Uh, No, we're not doing a dad podcast. We already talked about that. Mm -hmm. And also, the entire show is what gets our goat. (laughs) We did have a segment on the show at what got our goat, and we complain about something. Mm -hmm. I I think that's kind of the show.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: If something is truly, really bothering you, Eddie, Mm -hmm. we can say what's getting your goat. Okay. But for the time being, mm, eh, (laughs) you know, but I did like that goat noise. Yeah.
1: Was that real? I don't like, A real goat? No, was that him doing I think that was him. The first one? I think so. The first one was really good. The second one it was kind of a throwaway, I think. Yeah, but, that's uh, all right. It's so not all Step winners. up your game. It's
0: not all winners. Thank you, though. Anyone who wants to send us a voicemail, savortheshow.com slash contact. There's lots of ways to send it in. Send us in your thoughts, your questions. Let's do a couple questions. Yeah, let's do it. We'll do a couple questions, and we'll get it out of here. You got
1: questions? You got questions? You got questions? You got questions?
0: Like I said, we love questions on Save for the Show. SavefortheShow dot slash contact. You can be anonymous. Save for the Show at gmail.com. On Twitter at Sift Show. Here's one. I need some advice, guys. I'm a hundred percent straight, but I like to fool around with butt stuff every now and then. Nothing crazy, maybe a pinky or something. How can I ask my girl to get into this without freaking her out? Steve from Atlanta. 32, cut and dry. All
1: right.
0: So I I wanted to make a note when I got this question Mm -hmm. because one time somebody wrote in and said that all these questions I read are about us or about me. Like I'm (laughs) using this as a way to project stuff. Buddy, if I was into butt stuff, I'd talk about (laughs) it. Like all day long. (laughs) I have no problem saying like, yo, if I wanted Nicole to what stick her finger in my butt or rim me hey babe can you rim me tonight give me a rim job i've i've joked at length that my wife would divorce me yeah divorce me before putting her tongue in my ass This no this is not i'm not steve from atlanta i swear (laughs) i swear i swear and at first when i started reading it if he wants to fool around butt stuff i thought he meant his girl's butt And, you know, look, my advice to that is just, you just got to ask. Yeah. And maybe she's into it. Maybe she's not respected.
1: And I I don't think you necessarily have to call out that you're 100% straight just because you like to do butt stuff. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make you gay if you like to do butt stuff. Well,
0: I think they're worried about it because, you know, like guys, there's a stigma about putting like a a dildo in their butt. Mm -hmm. Like that would, some people be like, you're gay, man. (laughs) You're fucking gay. As if that's all it takes to be gay. Something went in your butt. You're gay. You like gay. You like guys now, and yeah. then, like that's your entire life. I hate that. Like that's my least favorite thing about the entirety of being gay is people just scrunch it down to that. Mm-hmm. Like that is legit. I think the only reason why people are against gay marriage is because like uptight white men are like, ooh, <laughs> two guys <laughs> kissing, gross. <laughs> so that means they need to completely shit on an entire segment of a yeah. population. Because it's gross. Anyhow, look. Ask your girl to put something in your butt. But if she doesn't want to, you got to say no. Like, I know my wife doesn't want to do it. Mm
1: -hmm. I can't
0: force her to do that. Yeah. She'd cry. You know, what am I, Chris Hardwick? (laughs) I'm going to force my wife to cry. She would cry huge salty tears while she was eating my ass.
1: What if you found out that was like a huge turn on for you? For me? Was her crying while eating your ass? Like, like you were like, I didn't think the crying would... Hey, I'm so hot. I'm so
0: turned on right now. Just thinking about with like mascara. She's got like, I hate those porn where the girl has like mascara running and Mm -hmm. she's all nasty and sloppy. Yeah. That's not for me. So I don't think I would be it into it. Not my bag. Not my bag at all. She's like gagging. No, no, no. (laughs) That's so hot, babe. She's like, I know you like porn where they gag. And I'm like, yeah, from big dicks in their mouth. (laughs) Not from my stinky, (laughs) hairy asshole. That's a different kind of gaggy. (laughs) Um, So look, uh, Steve, say to your girl, See,
1: I don't even know how you broach this. You got to be super clean, first of all. Yeah. Got to be after a shower. I would plant the seed. I wouldn't directly come out and say it. Like You got to play the long con. And you mm-hmm. need to be like, "Hey, check out this video. This girl talking about ass play with her guy. Like, ah, she seems to be into it. Isn't that right? Is that crazy or what? <laughs> send her, her reacts. You know,
0: send her a video. Send her a link yeah, to like yeah. an, an article on BuzzFeed. Exactly about like how to eat your man's ass. <laughs> but okay, that's that's a bridge far away. Yeah, you got to start off small. Like next time she's sucking your dick, be like, "Hey, play with my balls. <laughs> Let the balls be the gateway. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to start with the balls." You know, lift the garage up, <laughs> lift, the, lift the door, <laughs> and yeah, start with the balls. Then you can work back to that. But feel her out, man. It's it's not worth it if she if she doesn't want to. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's read a couple more. Um, uh, Hi Dan and Eddie, I love the show. I was sad you guys were only going to do it every other week, but now I just look extra forward to it. I have a question about regrets. I'm in my mid twenties and I'm thinking about proposing to my girlfriend. Part of me wants to keep dating, and I'm not really sure about marriage. Did you guys ever regret getting married? Pussy got wet. Billy. (laughs) So, okay, great. Listen to last week's show about diamonds. Mm -hmm. If you're going to get your girl uh, an engagement ring. I don't know how old this guy is, and I wish I... Oh, mid-20s. And I wish I knew how long he was dating. Because if you think you want to get married, but you're not sure, don't. Yeah, You need to be 100% that A, you're ready, and B, this is the person for you. Otherwise it probably won't work out. Yeah. You know,
1: I mean, yeah, that's basically basically it.
0: So don't do it or you will regret it or you'll end up getting divorced or what I think might even be worse. You're in your mid twenties. You're going to propose to this girl and you're going to spend the next year planning a wedding, which is exhausting Mm -hmm. and mentally just takes so much and it's so expensive. Then you're going to get married and then you're going to spend a year, which would be pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll probably, maybe you'll move in together. So much has to happen. You're going to merge some finances. It's legal stuff. You spend a year and then you get a little annoyed with her, (laughs) each other. And you know, next thing you know, two years later, you're divorced and buddy in you're in your early Mm -hmm. thirties. It's going to be a lot harder to find your next gal. Oh yeah. So I would almost say, take a good hard look at your relationship and maybe say, all right, if in the next I don't know, what, three months? I don't feel like it's the right move. Mm-hmm. You owe it to her, too, to not waste this time. Yeah, definitely. Find someone else and, and move on. Well put. I really regret marrying my wife. Because <laughs> you know I'm trying to get that ass play. Yeah. And duh. she's not into it. <laughs> no. That crying ass play. Oh, that crying ass play. I need to make that the title <laughs> of this episode. Crying ass play. And I... No, I have no regrets... Um, The thing about marriage, too, and I like to say, because you've been married, what, 11 years, 12 years? No, it'll be 10 years next year. 10 years, okay, and I've got 14. And, you know, you and I both got married young, which I think makes it even harder to navigate that Mm -hmm. because it's very, I think, normal and healthy to change. Yeah. And I think, luckily, you too, us and our wives, we change together. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of ride this path where it's a windy road, and maybe someone just takes a hard left, someone takes a hard right, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. But if you can kind of stay close enough and you pull each other back, there's good years, there's bad years. Marriage is hard, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> and and you just make it work. Yeah. But if it's wrong from the start, man, you people don't change either. Oh, they really not in the don't. way that you want them to. No, they'll change for the worse. Yeah, probably. Like I bet you that poor woman with Chris Hardwick, she probably thought like there's good days, you know, maybe he'll change mm-hmm. and he never did he's, he never Oh, He's will.
1: nice to me sometimes. Right. That type of shit. Yeah. I
0: know, seriously. So I don't have any regrets about getting married. Um, I knew my wife was the one mm-hmm. and I loved her and, and that's that. And look, I'm married to her ass now and I got three fucking kids so <laughs> yes, what am I going exactly. to do?
1: Yeah, I just had a kid with my <laughs> wife so it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep her, Eddie. I, I will say the one thing I regret is not doing more shit before I had kids yeah like not traveling more mm-hmm. just you know sp- just spending more time just me and totally my wife. and not just you know lounging at home but like doing actual shit right because now Santa it's, Cruz. it's so hard to do with when uh, you got kids but. I
0: okay I agree I have a huge regret for that too yeah like that I didn't live in Spain <laughs> yeah, right? for a year <laughs> when I was young and stupid mm-hmm. and you know like you said yeah I remember You know, we sometimes would, I wouldn't want to go drive to downtown Sacramento because I'd be like, oh man, that's, I don't want to drive like 15 minutes. Let's just go to Chili's down the street. And now I would die to drive down to Sacramento and and have a night out with my lady. Totally. So, all right, whatever. Regrets, shmigrets, (laughs) crying, ass play. (laughs) <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Hey, you know what? Um, do you have a real treat
1: this week? Uh, I can have one. <laughs> that's fine. I, you know, i fuck real treats. Actually, let, let me, let me shout out cause they're okay. fellow Filipinos, but okay. there's a new uh, Filipino we bakery. Do, we didn't do the song. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, it's that time
0: again. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Go ahead.
1: Um, there's a new Filipino bakery in our, in our hood. What? Um, by Asian and Cajun. Okay. It's called starbread. Or star breads, maybe? What? That's a Filipino? Yeah. Next to Asian and Cajun. Yes. (laughs) Which is a funny name. But they got bomb ass senorita bread and like some classic... Uh, Filipino pastries, so. I couldn't tell you what a Filipino pastry was. There's, I mean, there's a ton of different ones. hmm But you, we should go, man. We really should. Go crazy, yeah, it's delicious. That is a,
0: a dark death hole of a place, though, yeah. for businesses. That
1: place changes,
0: like, every month. What's the story there? I think every town has a couple strip malls where no matter what goes yeah. in there, it doesn't work. I mean, that little space has been an Indian restaurant mm-hmm. it was some halal situation a few months ago now it's a Filipino bakery it's almost like look I know this place is plumbed and has
1: probably cooking stuff in it yeah but
0: clearly <laughs> nobody wants to fucking eat
1: in this zone <laughs> like you picked the wrong place they need to put a dispensary right next to there and then oh. they'll get all the business
0: now see now you're talking yeah now you're talking and then I think the thing about people who open restaurants I feel like it's so romanticized. Oh, yeah. You know, I have this romantic idea where I'm going to open like a deli and a bagel place. Like, there's <laughs> no place. To, I know. It's so Jewish. <laughs> Listen to me, boobie. Uh There's not a decent bagel in town. Okay. The closest place you can go is like Einstein's mm. bagel. And that's, you know, 10, 15 minutes away. There's donuts all over the fucking place. Yeah. But there's not a great bagel here. And I'm I have the, the name of the store is gonna be called Joni's. Okay. <laughs> okay. And the and the joke is there is no Joni. Okay. Like I think a lot of idiot dads make a restaurant and then they name it after their stupid daughter mm. or something or their wife. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> so I'm gonna name it Joni and I'm gonna make this fake character at Joni's. <laughs> That's the jingle. I already got that. Boom. That's in the <laughs> bake. At <laughs>
1: and Joni's. you just recorded it, man. There it is. There's the drop. Can we get a B take?
0: <laughs> <laughs> At Joni's. There we go. <laughs> so listen, it's going to be called Joni's. And in the morning, bagels, breakfast sandwiches. Okay. And then lunch, bagels again, mm-hmm. with like deli uh, cuts, lox. Okay. And freshly sliced? Fresh, freshly okay. sl- sliced. And then no dinner. No dinner. None okay. of that shit. But I'll be standing behind the counter with my apron on and like a white uh, bar towel over my shoulder. And after a hard day of slinging bagels, like, you know, I pull off the top shelf, like a <laughs> bottle of whiskey, pour myself a little bit. And then I, just, I take a sip of it. And then hang <laughs> Hang myself from the shower. Uh, and I just look around Eddie, and I just think like, damn, I did it. You know, there, that little Filipino piece of shit bakery was here. <laughs> Nobody went through that. <laughs> but I came in and I did it. Oh! And I had my wife. My wife's back here. Nicole's back there bussing dishes and shit. <laughs> uh, wearing a hairnet. We made it work, man. Joni. Singing the jingle. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the walls, I would have like all these fake news clippings about Joni. Like, and everybody would think Joni was real. And then it'd be some Kaiser Sose shit when somebody finally figured it out like, oh, snap. There is no Joni. And I would say, actually, you were Joni the whole time. (laughs) And then you disappear. Poof. Gotcha. Uh, All right. Show's over, man. Yeah. Uh, My real treat was going to be that I've been hitting this LaCroix. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of LaCroix? (laughs) Um, No, but there's this flavor. It's key lime. Okay. And it's so good. And not only is it so good. Really that good? Is it really that good? You know I'm living that keto lifestyle. Yeah. And I crushed the vodka sodas like mm-hmm. water and the keto of, you know, the clear vodka, clear LaCroix, the key lime version. If you can find it, they're calling it the new grapefruit. Okay, Eddie, it's the new pample <laughs> who, mousse. Who exactly. Me, is. I just did right now. I'm just saying there's some LaCroix that taste so bad. Ugh! I had the Coca Cola one the other day.
1: They it have a was, Coca-Cola LaCroix? It's a Cola
0: LaCroix. Okay. And it's shit. Terrible. And, but this key lime one was so good. So if you're a LaCroix drinker and you see one, they're rare. Yeah. You know, if it was a card in Hearthstone, it'd be purple. <laughs> Not legendary. Legendary is orange. You lost me. I'm talking know. about it. it's a purple. <laughs> purple epic. Uh check it out. Okay. All right. Show's over. Uh so what do we know? BZRKAudio.com. Get your tweeters. Get your tweeters. Uh super shout out to Sly. And in other ways, yeah, keep the questions coming. You know, having this break between weeks, man, we, we get so much built up. Mm-hmm. Um, but please keep the questions coming, keep letting us know what's cool, and, and thanks for still hanging out. Otherwise, this has been episode two hundred ninety. Seven, a saver for the show with Dan Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you soon. See
1: you.
0: Reddit likes to bring up that the anal cavity is four degrees warmer than the vaginal, like on the "Today I Learned" or "Not Safe for Work" question posed on Ask Reddit. So this, this listener is saying like this comes, you know, like "Today I Learned" TIL where that's a great subreddit where you'll just learn something very interesting yeah today i learned that the anal cavity is four degrees warmer um, so he goes on to say i suggest an on-air experiment maybe this will convince nicole to open up the booty hole <laughs> or you can butt fuck eddie whatevs just get us that sweet sweet analy- analytics <laughs> pun intended um and that's from our our friend that's bunk on reddit nice Uh, super shout out to him he's always on there and i really do appreciate that so that's interesting
1: why can't we just use a thermometer like why do you have to butt fuck me
0: well and you know what to be honest with you i don't know if my dick will be able to tell the difference (laughs) of four degrees you know
1: you haven't honed your your dick senses
0: no and my wife loves me to go from uh ass (laughs) to vagina and just get it just (laughs) disgusting that's her favorite thing
1: atv atv i mean she loves
0: having uh infections and all that stuff. <laughs> so no, I couldn't tell. I couldn't figure it out. And I don't even think in the name of science, that would be enough to make my wife just want to just, you know, test, <laughs> test the scientific method. Yeah. She'd be like,
1: okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'll, right. I yeah. believe it.
0: Okay. I believe it. Um, but another question from Melissa, a woman that's kind of related to this. Hey guys, I have an, is this weird for you? Sometimes I get so constipated. I have to stick my finger in my pussy and, and help push the poops out of my butt. Okay. <laughs> okay, what? Just, just, just imagine that, okay? This has to be real oh cuz I, I mean, a guy couldn't know something that that specific. Oh my god. Okay. okay. She goes on, "I'm I'm sorry you guys don't have a life hack like that and you have to use suppositories or take Metamucil or something. Sucks for you, Lauren, 32 from Atlanta." And wow. I really visualized this. Like, you know, the poop is there, it's coming out, she has to stick her finger in there, and like what, it's like stroking it down, like like a piping bag of frosting, (laughs) or something? Sounds awful. It does, yes. I've never been that constipated either. I haven't either. Where I've just thought like, well, you know what, I didn't shit today, I'll probably shit tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. So, Fingers crossed. I'm sorry she has to use that life hack.
1: That's how often? I would like to know how often. It was that...
0: anonymous. I, I couldn't follow up.
1: Wow! Please write us back. Yeah, Lauren,
0: um, if you're out there, get back at yeah, us. Yeah,
1: that's the first time I've ever heard something like that.
0: Right? Or if you're another lady out there who does do that, mm-hmm. is I this... meant to ask my wife. Yeah, I good thing. <laughs> that's I can't ask my wife and then bring that to the show. Like,
1: hey, 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 hey.
0: <laughs> she totally corroborated it.
1: So my wife said her friend uh, right. is into this.
0: It's her friend <laughs> named Friston. <laughs> and, you know, this reminded me of, too, is remember back when Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown were in the news a lot? Yeah. Wasn't there this sort of, like, weird story where he said he had to pull the duties yeah. out of her butt?
1: No, it wasn't. I think it was, like, on the reality show. Yeah. I think she was like, hey, come help me. And he, he pulled her. Man. Shit, I, I, I've done that with my daughter. My youngest oh, daughter. Oh, sure, maybe. She yeah. like has danglers all the time, and she's like, "Dad, the poop's stuck."
0: I just, see. I didn't think like, of it as that. I thought he had to like actually take it out or something.
1: I think I think it was like halfway out, right? And for some reason, she couldn't push it all the way out. So you like, know,
0: what she should have done. <laughs> stuck her finger in her vagina and just. Man, yeah, z- she
1: Should have called up Lauren.
0: Lauren, <laughs> hey girl, where were you at? You know, ten years ago, and this was a story. Uh, all right, let's let's do one more here. I
1: just, how did she figure that out?
0: That's a great, again, like I I love to follow up with these people, but she was anonymous. Man. Out at the slash contact. I need more info, anyone, Get back to us. Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 261 of your favorite comedy podcast, Where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we have a good time, we make each other laugh. Eddie, in five years of doing this show, last week's show was polarizing. (laughs) More polarizing than the NFL standing and kneeling. The amount of emails we got. No, I'm just kidding. But we did get more emails about last week's show about two things than we ever have. Okay. Spoiler alert, we'll talk about it during questions, Mm -hmm. but it's about how bad our Australian accents were. (laughs) And the woman pushing her finger on her vagina to push out a shit. Okay. <laughs> okay? okay. So we'll, talk, we'll break both those down, you know. Um, coming up later. Coming up later. Uh, okay. The poop thing. All right. Yes. So here's a handful of things. This is so gross, but my friend told me once she used to put her fingers in her vagina when she pooped so she could feel the poops coming out. All right. So that's weird. Okay. Okay. It's one thing to use your finger to like kind of like scrape down a poop yeah push through a poop but to put your fingers in there and then that made me think too so like in porn when dudes are doing uh, double penetration Mm -hmm. that means their dicks are totally rubbing on each other i mean like really rubbing on each other which is fine yeah you know there's vagina and butt skin a taint separating (laughs) them i'm not saying that's gay at all um but it is a little weird to feel your turds coming out (laughs) (laughs) little weird okay uh, another listener said, <laughs> I've totally done the finger in the vagina hack. When you guys brought that story up, I couldn't stop laughing. I'm so happy I'm not the only one. Angel. Uh,
1: I so, just, how do you figure this out, though? I don't you know. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, you is it's just something okay. passed down?
0: Here's the next one. 34, female, Canada. Moist, of course. The finger to help poop. It's totally a thing. I had a kid, and this was the advice from the pelvic floor physiotherapist to avoid straining the finger helps to support the vaginal wall another option is a tampon so okay so now now i'm kind of thinking it's also maybe something to bear down on a little bit and you know you're creating pressure the turds are falling out this is disgusting (laughs) nobody cares but a lot of people on reddit especially the men were kept saying like I don't get it.
1: I don't like. I'm trying to picture it right now, and I don't even understand like the angle mm-hmm. and like how your position. Like right, yeah. I don't even. Because uh. you're not pre- you're not like pushing it out with the back of your finger, right? I imagine you're doing get like, you his finger in, and
0: you're just kind of like pulling it down. But I feel like, like you'd here. have to
1: point at yourself. And then stay. Yeah. yeah I'm
0: going right. to have my wife do it and I'll, <laughs> I'll live stream it and okay. we can just really get down That's in the there way to do it. and you know, that I'm was... just
1: really curious cause it's, it's still blowing my mind.
0: Yeah. Well ask your wife, you know? Yeah. Um, and you know, if you're a gal on Reddit who wants to go on there and you know, ruin your account by posting <laughs> a thing about that, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead.
1: There's gotta be a video out there about this, right? Like, yeah, I've got to imagine. Right. Someone's made this. Yeah, public. I'm sure.
0: We should just google it. Yeah. I bet you it is. I mean, if a doctor is telling a woman to do it, I'm
1: sure. yeah, I tell It could just be about touch tonight. It'll a baby I wear you like a glove. I wear you like a glove. I mean, yeah. Imagine your your dick mouth being ripped. Like no. that's all you gotta do, and it sounds kill me. horrible. Just
0: kill me. <laughs> just kill me. And you're right. I can't even imagine. I would pass out. Like I had a buddy who was telling me he had to get a really deep STD test, and they stuck the Q-tip like down his dick hole. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> I'll just I'll just have herpes, and I'll just tell everyone. Yeah. Hey, I have herpes. <laughs> You know what you're getting into. I'll wear a condom. So, you wrote that question last week. (laughs) I did. I just needed some advice from myself, I guess. (laughs) Just some confirmation. Just a little bit.